Y Group invites all AEC industry leaders to the 2024 AEC Small Business and Entrepreneurship Forum, the premier event for small firms in the AEC sector. Experience innovative strategies and insights on May 21st, crafted by Zweig Group's industry experts. Engage in keynotes and interactive sessions focused on recruitment, retention, and business growth. Join Zweig Group for this unique networking opportunity and take your business to new heights. Secure your spot today and be part of the AEC industry's future. Visit ZweigGroup.com for more information. The Zweig Group team looks forward to welcoming you. Welcome to the Zweig Letter Podcast, putting architectural, engineering, planning, and environmental consulting experts straight talk in your ear. These podcasts deliver great interviews with industry leaders and Zweig Group's three decades of invaluable research, leadership, management, marketing, client, and HR advice directly to you, free of charge. The Zweig Letter Podcasts let you develop personally and professionally, wherever you are. Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of the Zweig Letter Podcast. This is the final best of podcast um, that we did with Mark Zweig. And it was actually not too long ago, back in, in June of 2018, Mark talked about why speed is everything in the design industry. And um, uh, if there's one thing that Mark is qualified to talk about, it's definitely speed. Take a listen and let us know what you think. Mark and I have gotten together today to discuss a couple of his most recent articles in the Zweig letter that I thought were definitely worth um talking about a little bit further. And, and Mark, it's it's certainly good to have you on the podcast today. We really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to be with us. Um, you recently wrote in a, in a TZL article on uh, June 25th uh, about speed being everything. And I know how uh, important it is for us to respond. And, and that's part of the culture here at Zwei Group is, is trying to respond in a timely and efficient manner with, with all matter of being, whether it's with uh, internally with colleagues as well as externally with clients. But um, why don't you talk a little bit about just this whole idea of why speed is everything and why it's something that you have, it's been a, a hallmark of the way that you've done consulting for years. It's kind of like how I view paying my bills. You know, I, I was talking with my oldest daughter, Christy, the other day about this, and she said she got the same thing from me, and that is I, I pay my bills the day I get them. Yeah. Or the next day, if you know, if you get a, go home at night and you open the mailbox and the right. next day. But the reason is I always feel that, uh, you know, um, if I can't afford to pay it now, I sure as heck am not going to be able to afford to pay it later. Right. So I like to get it out of the way. Right. And it's the same thing with basically everything yeah it's you know if you don't have time to do it now what makes you think you'll have time later you know it's just because you'll have other stuff you have to do so you might as well get it done and and that applies to so many things and then if you do everything just goes faster you're not holding up people and 
you know, they like you better. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, It's kind of a simple idea, but uh, it really starts with, you know, and you see people in this business that we work in, particularly the AE industry, that are very analytical, and they can't make a decision because they need more information, right. or they just don't make a decision, period, because they hope they won't have to, and maybe it'll go away. Yeah. Maybe somebody else will make the decision. I don't know what it is, but it's a problem. Yeah. And so that holds everybody up. It frustrates people inside the company, outside the company, whatever. Yeah. You know, um, just do it faster. Most of the time, your quality of your decision doesn't improve with more information being thrown in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know, so you'll never have enough information to make a decision. And, And what I see with leaders is... They should have pre-made 90% of the decisions that they have to make. Yeah. You know, they should know already how they're going to respond to something before it hits them. It's not like if there was any anticipation or thought applied to their business and what's likely to happen, they would have been able to figure out that this was something they were going to need to make a decision on so the decision could already be made. Does that make sense? It does. It does. It makes a lot of sense. And when I think of specifically decision-making, you know, I always go back to one of the stories that you told me a long time ago about Jerry Allen making decisions, especially from an M&A standpoint. Yeah. And I'd love for you to maybe just to kind of retell that story about, you know, his ability just with a little bit of information to make a decision and, and move on it very quickly. Even even it's maybe it surprised you. I don't know if you yeah. remember that one story. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I could uh, you could call the guy and tell him about a company, and he would immediately get off the phone and call the CEO, and he'd be there the next day, and then the day after that, he'd call you from the airport and tell me he bought it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was like what? It was unbelievable how fast that guy could move, but yeah. he knew what he was trying to do. So. If something met that test, then boom, it was done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, they don't cut they, they don't cut many CEOs like that today. Um, you know, it's just a lot of times. I think you know, you see, and we go into a lot of different firms, and sometimes they're hampered by the organization because there's so many people that need to be involved in a process that it just actually kills your ability to move quickly. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, you know, so it's a, it's a major problem. Uh, I know this is another area for you that's that's a real big issue, but like returning phone calls and emails. But what's your what's your take on that with regard to speed? I know some people like to let things marinate when it comes to getting back to somebody on an issue or or, or something like that, or responding with an email. But you you never seem to wait to uh, to get back to to people on things. Yeah, well, I, I just people appreciate it. You know, they don't want to be hung up. Sometimes it's a little bit annoying, you know. Yeah. Yesterday I had somebody in the firm that 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 uh, you know sent me something to look at, and then like an hour and a half later they're at my desk. I was I had other things I had to do. They're at my desk, and I said, "Look, I haven't had time to look at it. Will you want me just to wait and we can do it together?" No, I haven't had time to look at it yet. <laughs> Give me a minute, okay, yeah. and then I'll look. I mean, it, it, the expectation just gets greater, yeah, greater and greater. Yeah. Um, so you know, but uh, everybody wants to get their job done. Nobody wants to be held up, and so you know, you can't uh, you can't underestimate how important it is to uh, to to try to respond to people quickly. Yeah, yeah, they they like it. They yeah. like it, and it keeps everything going. It's the it's the grease that keeps the machine moving down the road. You know. Yeah. 
So what about um, specifically like lead follow-up and, and, you know, you get a, a request for your services or for your work um, and, yeah. and then, you know, a lot of times you'll, you'll, you could take forever to get back to them, maybe because you, you're looking for the white, right uh, words to put in a proposal or something like that. What would you say to um, responding quicker, especially when it comes to lead follow-ups? Everybody loves it again. I mean, it's... It, the, the client assumes that you're going to do a better job right away yeah. than somebody who doesn't respond quickly. Yeah. And uh, it, it applies to both of my businesses. It's, they're always shocked when uh, you know, they send you an email and five minutes later you call them back. Right. They, they, well, gee, I'm, I'm, just, uh, you know, I'm not used to that. Yeah. Why aren't you used to that? Well, because everybody's doing the shit that they probably should have done two days ago now because they put that off. I mean, it's, you know, this is really what what I'm saying. It's like, if you don't have time now, what makes you think you'll have time later? Yeah. So then everything shifts. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's late. Everything's slow. Everything's, uh, you know, a slower response. So I've seen people lose jobs, uh, you know, that uh, because they didn't respond at, at 430 on a Friday afternoon. Right. Right. It's. I mean, and it's really interesting to me too. As you move up the food chain in the in the hierarchy of the organization, maybe a food chain's not a good a good term for that. <laughs> that has negative connotation. But as you yeah. move up the hierarchy, um, and you look at uh, top people, you know, one of the people we have coming to speak at our upcoming uh, uh, hot firm conference and AE industry awards is the founder of blinds.com. Oh, okay. And you know, one of the reasons, uh, the reason is uh, this guy, he sent an email on a Friday night around six or six thirty, um, and said, you know, it was just a mass email, but if you had any questions about their products or, or, comments as a as a customer to let them know Mm -hmm. so i sent a a comment back on on how a particular uh valence fits on the blinds yeah this guy responded to me immediately it's friday night he's in houston okay we went back and forth to like eight o'clock at night on a friday night i thought holy cow so i looked this guy up 200 million dollar (laughs) company blinds.com Okay, and he's, he's responding the, like that. He's the founder, and he's got a a, a history of successful uh, management of of growing enterprises, and you know that's how he's responding. And, and he's got a company that's selling blinds, you know, a thousand, fifteen hundred dollar, two thousand dollar order at a time, you know, for a whole house, and that's the level of response you get out of the guy. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, it really said something to me. Yeah. Like, this is why this guy's successful. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And it's so funny because you, you, I guess, pro- probably because of your experience with them, you actually referred me to them. And then when I reached out to them to get some samples and some other stuff, they were they were so quick to get back to me, even though they aren't physically here in, in, in my neighborhood. So... Uh, it, I was just, ca- it was kind of impressive. I just ordered that. another whole house full of blinds from him yesterday. <laughs> so. It's a pain. Their site is is really good, though, but yeah. it's it's a major effort to order them because you have to have such precise measurements on exactly. everything. Exactly. And there's a lot of options, but but uh, yeah, but but the point is, you know, that's the response this guy gives. Two hundred million dollar company. Yeah. You know, and and you just see it all, all the time. I mean. You know, the people are just like, well, I'll get to that later. You know, my personal life's more important or whatever. Um, well, it just 
makes you feel like you've been deprioritized. Yeah. Customer really or the client's not that important. Yeah, that's true. And and, and we understand that there's some, some balance involved, but of course. You know, I think that with the advent of technology today, there's almost no excuse for you not to get in touch with someone. And that kind of leads me to my next point, and that, that is this whole idea of information sharing. Um, especially internally. I mean, obviously you need to share information with your clients when you have it as soon as you get it, but especially internally as a project manager, if you Mm -hmm. go to a stakeholder or client meeting and you get a whole bunch of new data points and then you don't take (laughs) time as soon as that meeting's over to then communicate that to your project management team. Just a couple years ago, I was at an architecture firm, an AE firm, I should say, and uh, talking with them, doing some work with them, and, and it came up uh, that the structural engineering department worked one weekend, all weekend, day and night, to get a deadline, to hit a deadline. And it turns out that the deadline had been pushed off like a month, and nobody told them. Mm. And they were furious, let me tell you. Yeah. They were absolutely furious. Only because the architect managing the job just didn't pass down. The fact that the deadline had completely changed. Man. So they're thinking they got to work their ass off all weekend, and that's what they got for it. And they, you know, they weren't happy. <coughs> Excuse me. That happens more more than you think. Oh, it does. <clears throat> you know, uh, I've told that story. I've shared that particular story with several people in a couple of our training programs, and we got multiple nods of heads of people that said, yeah, I've been in that same situation. So uh, it's unfortunate, but you need to... Um, share that information early and often with as many people as possible just to keep folks in the loop. And I've even learned about the benefits of doing that. Um, you, 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 you don't share um, in a timely manner at your own peril. So I certainly want to encourage you to, to think about that. How about when, when it comes time to dealing with criticism and or praise? Um, speed is of the essence. I do something amazing the first of the month, and then I hear back from you as a leader at the end of the month. Is that that's not, that's really not acceptable, right? Yeah. Well, it just you know everybody. Uh, it's so much more meaningful if it's done quickly. Yeah. You know. Um, it, otherwise, again, it feels like they don't. It's not sincere, or you didn't really mean it, or a lot of bad thinking goes on between the time that you gave the the praise or the criticism versus you know when you should have yeah it could be harmful yeah yeah you know i was out looking at at one of my jobs yesterday and and you know the carpenter had done a really uh, had a very tricky stair rail system that we had to put in this old house Mm -hmm. built in the late 1800s and and he did a nice job on it. And, you know, I thanked the guy. And, you know, it just meant so much to him. Yeah. But if I had sat back like three weeks later and said, hey, you know, you did a good job in that stair, stair uh, rail, that guy could have been pissed. Yeah. Like exactly. he came in here so many times, he never once even noticed what yeah. I did. Yeah, like it was an afterthought. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to do it. And the same thing, you don't want people to make the same mistakes over and over. No. You know, no. if you see them doing something that's stupid or, or easily avoided, then of course you, you need to 
the sooner you can address it, the better off you are. Well, yeah, and some people don't want to step on other people's toes or they have a hard time delivering bad information or, yeah. or guidance like that. But you've, nev- you've never struggled with that. I think you've always been oh, for the most part. I don't know. I do struggle with every it. There now are people and then. do a million things I'd like to say something about, but I don't because yeah. I don't want to just be a jerk. Yeah. It, it, all you'll do is give negative uh, you know, response then. Yeah. You can easily fall into that trap. So too. there's a fine line. Yeah, yeah, there's a fun. You can't say everything to everybody that you think they need to do differently. Yeah, yeah. it's just not. I don't think it's the way to be loved. Yeah, that's true. But when you know you, you know? can legitimately help somebody, you should talk to them and, and you, have you know, to. yeah, and yeah. get that off your chest. Um, and you talked so you talked about paying your bills earlier, but billing and collection, I know, is speed is of the essence with that. And oh, I, yeah. I know we don't play around here at Zwei Group and. When we tell other firms how we bill and when we bill, um, I think it's really important that people need to understand it, especially how we separate out our billing um, from our, our reimbursable expenses. And um, I that's know, one thing to do. I'm not sure that's as much of a panacea as some people think, but yeah, but I did, it's one little ploy you can do. But the major thing that we do is we don't sit on bills for a long time. Yeah, there are lots of AE firms. They finish a job on the second of the month. They don't bill it until the last day of the month yeah or they wait to the last day of the month and then that gets billed like seven days in the the next month yeah now 35 days have elapsed for no reason yeah that's dumb yeah okay that's why we have a really you know i think our i just looked at our open book report our our average collection period is still under 30 days yeah and the average collection period in the design industry is 77 according to there you go our financial performance survey of 2018 77 days and if you look at it you'll figure out why i mean people will say well you're not in the same business there's some truth to that but not 47 days worth right exactly truth (laughs) yes okay i can tell you that yeah yeah it's it's a it's a lot of bad sloppy slow practices where people just don't act like they're concerned about getting the bill out and getting paid yeah and here's the scary thought when you add in the figures for work in process or work in progress, yeah. You know the numbers can there be astronomical. Well, I mean, according to our industry averages, the numbers go from seventy-seven to ninety-four days. Yeah, exactly. That's they're three just months. building up that That's three months. <laughs> they're, they're, so. It's three months of expenses that you have to have in cash in order to pay your damn bills. Yeah, yeah. Think about that. That's yeah. a lot of money. I, I know it, cash I get, or credit. I, I should say, but uh, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It is a lot, and and just all you have simply the math equation is simply to take your the your, your annual revenue and divide it by three hundred sixty five days, and that's how much cash you need to operate each day. Yeah, and if you don't have that, you know, however, however many days it takes for you to get your get paid. People don't understand that's a really simple math though problem, isn't it? It is. It is a simple math problem. So, so. I'm not very patient. I'm going to get my bills out immediately, and I'm going to get paid. Uh, you know, yeah. this stuff of waiting 45 days to even follow up is insane too. Yeah. You know, why not follow up? Did you get the bill? Is it, when will it be processed for payment? Do you have any questions? Yeah. Right away. Exactly. You know, let's yeah. get it paid. In the contracting world, it's so different. Everybody. It's like they send you a bill on Wednesday at noon, and Wednesday at 1 o'clock, they're calling you asking if they can pick up a check. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't believe the difference. Yeah. I, and I, that sounds like an exaggeration. It's not. It's not, yeah. It yeah. is not an exaggeration. Yeah. 
they'll get that and we're like uh it's going to take us a couple days to get into the system and get it paid sometimes yeah but sometimes we just have to write them a check because they're so desperate or they seem like they are but they're still driving around in nice trucks i mean you know so they're not that desperate no no they're not hurting it's they're just not stupid then they're not overly patient like we are yeah yeah, you know that's interesting. I tell people, you know, on the general contracting side, my AR is zero, because we get paid on demand. We bill every single week, and we get paid. Wow! If we don't get paid, we stop. Yeah, we're not going to work another week and not get paid. Are you crazy? Yeah, we can't finance their business. Yeah, yeah. we're not going to finance their project. They're financing their project. We're not their bank. Yeah, yeah. It's well, just a totally different mentality. It is, because I know what you do with some general contractors. They won't even take a deposit. You know, they, they'll take payment at the end. And, uh, I mean, they just they miss out on that opportunity to at least collect some of the money well, up front. Yeah, we're not doing that in the contracting world. But in the AE world, we do. Yeah. yeah. And in the, Because, you know, there's a longer lag from the time you'll get paid. We bill monthly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but, yeah, I know. It's crazy. Yeah. Get your bills out. Get paid. Exactly. And do it quickly. Yep. Um, so finally, you talked about the delivery of the final worked product. Yeah. Um, so speed is essential in this area as well. Um, talk about that just just for a second. Well, because so many firms blow the deadline and don't get things done on time. When you get done early, think about how that differentiates you. Yeah. I mean, just imagine what it's like for the client to who has an expectation that, geez, these guys are never meet their deadline, or that everybody I deal with in the AE world is late or not meeting their deadlines. And I find this one company, not only did they do it, but they did it two weeks early. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Can't they must it. really be good. Yeah. I like them. Let's give them some more work. Yeah. That's you know? it. Yeah. So Just that, a differentiator. Yeah. And that, that, that your ability to respond quickly will certainly uh, open you up to being, uh, being offered more work. Absolutely. It happens every time. So. It does. Well, he does. Yeah. Well, there you have it, folks. Speed is everything, as they say. And we do know now that Mark Zweig pays his bills as soon as he receives them. So <laughs> that's, that's always a good thing. Um, I uh, certainly learned a couple of things from you today with that, so I really appreciate you sharing it. Uh, Folks, I want to thank you for taking time out of your schedule to check out the Zweig Letter podcast. We are going through a lot of changes here, uh, and we're really thankful for you, our listening audience, to take time out to to listen to us each and every week, and we really appreciate it. Uh, These summer months uh, seem to go by quickly, and um, it just seems like we turn around and it's almost August. And uh, your kids are ready to get back to school. But I, I'm sure a lot of you are out there enjoying the, the sun and, and, and getting out and getting some, uh, some vacation and some much needed time away from the office. And I know that a lot of you are including the Zweigletter podcast in your, um, in your daily routine when you're doing that. And so we really appreciate that. Wanted to t- tell you about a couple of things coming up. Um, our Hot Firm Awards Conference for the Design Industry uh, is taking place on the 20th and 21st of September in Dallas, Texas. Uh, you can find out more about that online at zweiggroup.com. And I also want to let you know that we've got a couple of gifts for you today. And one is a, a free subscription to the Zweig Letter. You can get the oldest, what I think is the oldest running um, design industry newsletter publication. It's been run continuously since 1992. 
too. Um, and it may not necessarily be the oldest. I think it's the best, but uh, but it's still, you know, I feel very strongly about it. But it's it's run continuously since 92, and it's an amazing, you know, 12-page newsletter that comes out weekly, uh, 48 weeks a year. And uh, Mark writes an amazing editorial in there each and every week, and, and he always has something new to say. And that's actually where we get some of the ideas for some of these podcasts that we do. And for those of you that have been listening to this podcast for a long time, you remember when Mark used to read his articles on the, the Zweig Letter podcast. But that those days are gone, and we now just have simple conversations like the one today. So we appreciate you listening to that. But uh, you can visit ZweigGroup.com and just click on the Zweig Letter icon. And all you need to do is put your email address in, and we'll start sending you that um, digital subscription to the Zweig Letter free of charge. comes out every Monday at noon. And there's always a, a fresh copy coming hot off the presses. So we encourage you to take advantage of that. Um, finally, I want to mention Civil Plus Structural uh, Magazine. Uh, really want to encourage you to check that out. You can click on the Civil Plus Structural icon on the Zweig Letter, uh, on the Zweig Group.com website. And uh, you can subscribe right there for a digital subscription to Civil Plus Structural and check out what's happening on that side of the world. Um, we really appreciate you guys. We thank you so much for checking out this episode of the Zweig Letter Podcast. We'll be back next week with another fresh episode, and uh, we hope you make it a great day. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to this Zweig Letter Podcast episode. If you want more wisdom and inspiration, in addition to information about M&A, strategic planning, HR, and marketing your firm. Subscribe now to the digital version of the Zweig Letter free of charge. Just visit thezweigletter.com slash subscribe and leave your email address. Your free subscription will begin immediately.